Hey friends, welcome to Because She Chose. If you're a busy mom desiring consistency and growth in your relationship with God, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Camille McIntyre. In this show, we'll discover practical tips, find helpful resources, and interview amazing women as they share their stories on growing in their relationship with God. Thanks for joining in and listening. Welcome back to Because She Chose, the podcast for busy moms who often feel overwhelmed with me, Camille McIntyre, your host. I just want to say how wonderful this past Holy Week was. Easter is my favorite holiday because it reminds me of all that Jesus did for us. I truly get overwhelmed with his love. I hope you had a blessed Easter week as well. You know, today I want to just talk about really how we forget to prioritize our own self-care as busy moms, because last week was a tough week for me. Listen, I completely understand how tough it can be for all of us to juggle all the responsibilities of motherhood, work, all the obligations, while also making time for yourself. So in today's episode, I wanted to just give you some practical tips and encouragement for taking care of yourself as a busy mom. And you know why self-care is important for us moms? As a mom myself, It's easy to put myself last on the list of priorities, but taking care of yourself is actually crucial for your own well-being and that of your family. Without adequate rest and exercise, stress relief can really burn you out, can make you become resentful and unfulfilled. By prioritizing your own self-care, you'll have more energy, patience, and joy to pour into your relationships and daily tasks. So here are some practical tips. I always like to give you practical stuff to go away with and try. Self-care really needs to be incorporated. Like these tips need to be in your busy schedule. Like put them on your planner. Schedule that time to do something like, I don't know, stretching. (laughs) Sometimes I forget to stretch my body. Meditation. I don't know if you like to do your devotionals and pray. Sometimes I like to journal. Sometimes I like to take a short walk outside in the afternoon, just get some sunshine, some real vitamin D instead of in a pill. Sometimes you just have to schedule a weekly date with yourself to do something like, I love to read. I love to get mani-pedis. I love taking a bubble bath. A lot of times that slips through the cracks for me because I don't write it down. Maybe you need to connect with other moms for support and encouragement. I know I have a group. I always talk about them, the Warrior Sisters. They are some amazing women that just keep me on my toes and keep me focused just to be able to take care of myself. They remind me, hey, what are you doing for yourself? When I don't check in with them, they worry. Sometimes we need to delegate some tasks to your partner, maybe, (laughs) or your children are old enough to help you free up some time for yourself. I have adult children right now, so I remember when they were little, I remember doing absolutely everything for them. I remember with the diapers and the bathing and the dishes and the laundry. And, you know, it doesn't really get better when they get older. (laughs) Depends. For me, I kind of was able to survive through it all and all of their busy schedules. And I finally find myself becoming almost an empty nester. (laughs) But you know what? Getting back to this holiday week that just took me by surprise I had to really prep for some extra events that were already on top of a very busy schedule. You know, I like to keep a few tricks in my back pocket to prepare for weeks like that. So what I like to do is I like to tackle my full to-do list first. And I always like to spend the early part of my morning 
because it helps to bolster myself for, you know, what's to come. I, I'll listen to my Bible app on audio. I'll maybe an uploading podcast. I'm always telling, telling you some of the sermons I like to listen to or some of the people that really encourage me. And I love to listen to preachers. I love it. It just helps me and encourages me. And it kind of grounds me and gets me ready for the busyness. And then I like spending that time and I determine also what tasks are my top priority. So I'll be clearing out any bottom of the list items like laundry. I did a ton of laundry. I did every single laundry basket in my house last week because I knew what was coming up ahead. And I didn't want to have that hanging over me. That burden gets on my shoulders. And then I I think about the laundry that needs to be done when I'm supposed to be thinking about maybe work or writing or maybe even doing this podcast. And then I cleaned my house. I did all my meal prep before. I did all my meal planning. That way, I was able to apply that focus time towards getting work done. (laughs) I'm a procrastinator. You all know that. So it's really hard for me. And I always have that hard time concentrating on work and knowing that all those little tasks are left hanging around. It's just going to distract me. That ADHD just going to kick in. So this morning, I spent about a half an hour Monday morning thinking about my week ahead. I grabbed a little bit of calm before tackling the big stuff and After about four years now of working these kinks out, I finally feel like I have a method to maintain some sanity during some of the busiest times of the year. I would legit never survive without it. And I realized that as I was thinking about planning the week that was coming up, I mean, we have Monday, Thursday, we have a midweek Bible study, and then we were going to have worship practice to get ready for Good Friday service. And then, you know, We're going to make sure that I was going to be probably cooking all day Saturday for Easter Sunday. Then Easter Sunday, we're going to have church and then go back out to my in-laws and have Easter Sunday dinner with them. (sighs) Just thinking about it, I was like holding my breath, just planning, just writing it down on paper. And I realized that my neck was getting like super stiff and I stopped what I was doing. And I just said, you know what? Forget this. Let me just put this aside for a minute. I used my massager. And I applied some pain relieving essential oils. And I was like, hello, self-care it is. I have to start thinking about myself because if I was not in any shape to do what I needed to do as the mom, then none of that stuff gets done. Who's going to be eating? Who's going to be celebrating together and saying, "Um, mom, did you make anything? Did you make my favorites? Or hey, mom, what did you bring for dessert? You know, like the kids don't think about that. My husband doesn't think about that kind of thing, but I do. So what about you? Do you stop to take care of yourself and do you just plow through, you know, because you just have so much that you have to get finished? I discovered that when I just plowed through and tried toughing everything out, burnout was inevitable. So here are some ways, I say three ways to avoid burnout as a busy mom. You know, like I said, I'm I'm that busy mom of adult kids now and kind of doesn't get easier, you know. <laughs> I'll let you know about that further in, along in the podcast, but I'm also the wife of a pastor. We do ministry. I'm also a CNA, so I work with the elderly. I'm a worship leader in our church. I'm also the women's ministry leader. There are a lot of fast-paced aspects of all these jobs, all these things that I'm doing. And so like last week when my husband threw on me at the last minute that we would have to host home Bible study in the middle of the week, and my house was seriously not in any shape to do so, I was like, I am going to lose it. (laughs) So that same day, my son 
also needed me to drive him to meet his new roommates. He's going to be moving out. And I had to leave my house for my husband to take care of. Well, you know what I'm talking about. You know how you are only that one person that could really clean your house the way you like it, right? So I had to let go in that moment. I was ready to start scrubbing everything. Oh my gosh, the dust in the corner and this and that. And I got to get the vacuum out. And I just had to let go. And I had to say, all right, you have to do the vacuuming for me. And I just threw a quickie meal together. And then I ran out the door. And although I love having you know, family and ministry time and all that, it really can get tiring and overwhelming. So to avoid letting life just zip right by, here are three things that I like to do to keep from burning out. And I hope they help you too. So the first thing, like I've said, is I make time for self-care and I do it either on Saturday or Sunday. It's the only days of the week that I'm not really working like the solid block of 10 hours straight from the moment I get up to the moment I sit down and have dinner. I just make sure that I take some time either, like I said, on a Saturday or Sunday. And I want to commit that to like a Sabbath. Now, sometimes I'm not, you know, sitting there with my Bible or listening to a preacher, but at least I'm keeping myself and my mind quiet. And I don't care what I'm doing. I could be taking a bath. I could be going to get a mani-pedi. Maybe once in a blue moon, I get a nice massage in. But even if it's just me sitting with a book or sitting down with one of my kids and watching some Netflix, I have to just take time to be still. I have to. And I have to make sure that it's one of those two days. So the second thing that I do is I make sure that I finish my work every night at six o'clock. And I know that's hard. Like even now, I'm recording a podcast late because I had to push it back. I hate doing that because I like having dinner with my family or with my husband. If my kids are out every single night, I need that time to regroup. I need to spend time with my family. They are the whole reasons I'm doing everything that I do anyway, right? Why not, you know, spend the time with them? So I try to make sure I'm done with my work at six. And then third, I take frequent mini mental health breaks throughout the day. And I make sure that I have like set timeframes about when I'm actually going to do full on focus work. So my full on focus work is if I'm writing something, maybe I'm scheduling a podcast or I'm recording a podcast like I am now, or I'm content creating, all of those things need to be in a time frame. So I really need about 20 minutes. And then I realize after about 20 minutes of me doing full focus work, my mind starts to wander. Or I start to look at my phone. Is anybody calling me? And it pulls me out of that focus time. And then I don't get anything done. So I have to constantly remind myself, you know what? Take a little mini mental health break in between like that 20 minute full on focus work. And I just take a deep breath. Maybe I stand up. I'll do some stretching. The worst thing I could possibly do is like, oh, hey, let me go check on that load of laundry that I didn't put in the dryer. It just takes my mind out of the work that needs to be done. So there you have it. Those are my three things. I hope that that kind of helps you. Those are the things that I have found just to find a little bit of balance or like what's my version of balance because, you know, I always say you really can't be fully balanced. It's always something is going to be tipping the scales. You can't have complete balance in all areas. It's impossible. So personally, I also need to make a confession. (laughs) It's really not always easy for me to step away from a project, even when nothing seems to be working. So when I had to walk away from 
that day when I really wanted to do a full-fledged cleanup in my house before we were having company, I just couldn't because I, you know, I'm pretty stubborn like that. (laughs) Maybe you are too. I also have a terrible time. I'm going to admit it, balancing time for friends during busy work season. So I have tunnel vision. So when I have something to do, like right now, I'm trying to finish up getting my journal done and the journal is going to be on sale mid-April. So I'm really excited about it. But if I don't have tunnel vision, then I don't get it done. But then I feel guilty because I'm not really doing all I can to reach out to friends and to people in ministry that I need to be ministering to. And it's hard and I feel guilty. But I know that if I'm making an effort to work smarter instead of harder, it helps alleviate that a little bit. So working smarter for me will be, okay, Camille, you're going to have this deadline. You got to get it done by this day. I have to have set deadlines for things or I just let it go. And then I'm under the gun and have to finish. So are you that way? I always used to feel better when I scheduled like daily exercise time. That's another thing. I've got to start doing better with that. So I need to also take in some sunshine out of my patio. I used to do that almost every single day, about 15 minutes. And that's something I've been really missing, especially since it was the winter time. So now that it's getting warmer out, I'm hoping to do that more and be more consistent with it. But I've also been very consistent on my daily check-ins with my journal It's something that I said I have to do every single day, spend 10 minutes, just 10 minutes writing down how I actually feel. And then once a week, I look back on that previous week to see what I did that worked well and what didn't work well and how can I do better next week? I'm always trying to improve my time management skills. It takes constant consideration to keep all the proverbial plates spinning but I realized there's a greater likelihood that they're all going to start to tumble if I'm not maintaining a good work-life relationship. So let this be your sign, mama. Number one, it's time for you to prioritize some much-needed self-care and discover what truly motivates certain behaviors that lead you to push yourself too hard. Why do you do that? Why do I do that? I want to try to be all things to all people. And what winds up happening is, I'm not doing anything well. So try to do the things that you know you are called to do and then maybe choose the better and not just the good. Maybe it's time for you to get better sleep. (laughs) I started to make sure that I'm fixing my sleep schedule. I realized that if I'm not getting to bed by 1030 at night, I cannot get up in the morning. I know it's crazy. I need like 10 hours of sleep because of my body and the situations that I have with it as far as health concerns are. And I'm like, okay, how can I do this? I had to get better at getting myself to sleep. You know, I'm just kind of winding down and I'm just going to wash my face now. And now I'm just going to put my pajamas on. And now, you know, I'm going to put aside everything else. I'm just going to crawl into bed. I'm going to start to relax. I'm going to read a little bit. Maybe I'll start to get sleepy. And I realize that those are the things that I need to do every single night. Maybe you just need to get some sleep, mom. It's time for you to start prioritizing and getting to know yourself on a deeper level. Ask yourself again, why are you doing the things that you do? Sometimes I kick myself when I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing that again. I can't believe I am scrolling and it's midnight. (laughs) I'm like, am I crazy? Listen, mom, I know. And incorporating self-care into your life can really be challenging. 
especially if you're already feeling overwhelmed. It's like something else you've got to do. But remember, taking care of yourself is not selfish. It's necessary. You deserve to feel happy, healthy, and fulfilled. And your family will benefit from a happier and a healthier mom too. So start small. Be consistent and give yourself some grace. You know, I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happened to me (laughs) this week. After bringing my son to go and meet his new roommate, since he's going to be working outside of the home and he'll be living with a few friends, I realized I'm going to have a little more time now. And it sounds crazy. I kind of was looking forward to it, but yet now that it's happening, we're down to three in our house. I'm a little sad by it. And I don't want to regret the things that I didn't do while he was still in the home. But you know what? You're going to look back on the things that you did and you're going to say, man, I wish I could have done that better. So take my advice, a mama who's been there, who's on the other side, take every moment, every moment and start small and then be consistent to give yourself grace so that you really can be the best mommy that you can be. You've got this. You've got this, mama. They say there's never a good time to take action. And seriously, it's like Nike says, just do it. I mean, do it, do it now (laughs) before you push yourself so far that you crash and burn. I want to thank you for joining me on this journey. It means so much to me that you have listened in on our podcast for the past year. And I can't believe it. It's my pleasure serving you. And today marks the one year anniversary of the Because She Chose podcast. It's flown by so fast. Really, again, thanks for tuning in. And I hope that this podcast is serving you well. I am so there for you, busy moms. I hope that you find helpful tips today and encouragement for prioritizing your self-care. Remember to follow our podcast channel for more information, for more helpful content that's always coming. I am always praying for you. And you know what? I look forward to another year of cheering you on, my sisters. Be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today on this episode of Because She Chose. I hope you found some encouragement and help to find time to grow in your faith. Let me know if today's episode resonated with you and send me a message on Instagram at Camille underscore McIntyre or at Because She Chose, also on my Facebook business page, Camille McIntyre. If you are loving what you are hearing, make sure to follow the podcast so you don't miss an episode and leave me review and rating. Until next time, take care.